Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We're learning and we're going to begin from the the bottom of Yud Aleph Amid Beis. The Gemara said, "Amr so if someone is a master and has another wife as well, and then he dies, is this wife, are both of them mutter? So it seems Rav Yechina was pushed to him that the master herself is, there's no yubim on her, and we'll see why, but the question was about the Tsar. So why don't you have a question about her herself? Is there yubim or chalitza on the woman that he was master Gushase. So the Gemara says, no, because I have a reason that she should be Asura for Yubam, because I can make a Kabul Chaimer. What's the Kabul Chaimer? But Mutala Asura, if she was even Asura to her husband, who typically is the person that she's Mutter to, but Asura like so in her husband's brother, who typically is an Israel Shazah, this most certainly will become Asura. So if she, in her Ishus itself, in the marriage itself, she's Asura. So then she's going to be also for the brother as well. So this is an interesting Kabbal Chaimer. Now, the Rishayim, Taisus, others have a problem that we have other cases where we didn't apply this Kabbal Chaimer, like, for example, Amman Gadol, where there's other kinds of Yisurim, which are not Arayis, and we didn't make a Kabbal Chaimer, so they, that's a discussion. But in any case, the Gemara is Kabbal Chaimer, and that's how we know that if someone's Master Gushase, the woman herself is not a Yibum. What's the story with her tsar? My me alam kavachemer lemilchitzar. Does the kavachemer create a situation? Does he create this machzor grishase into an erva to the se- to the point where her tsar is also um, pater or aser nibum? I like. If your master Gushase wants you married, what's the story? So Amalei Rav Ami v'Tiblachot Tzorah. So why don't you have a shayla about the tzara? So according to this version, Rav Yechonah's shayla actually was about the woman herself. So why didn't he clear about the tzara? So the Gemara says, no, Tzorah Salaikum Yiboyali. I don't have a shayla about the tzara. The second wife most certainly does have Yibum. The Kabbal Chaimer is not strong enough to ask her a tzara, so you could be Miyabim, the second, the wife, the other wife. Ella, keep me going. The question is, what about the Master Gushasa herself? Is the Kabbal Chaimer strong enough or not? So I'm Tinisua. We have a Brysa, and this is the Brysa we had last week as well, and when we were dis- discussing a Brysi. And uh, they're Abanan. So, Rabbi Keeper and they're Abanan. If one of the wives were kasha, one was pasla, when you do chalitza, you do the chalitza to the psula, and if you're doing yibim, do yibim for the kshera. So, my kshera, my psula, what does it mean that one is kasha and one is pasla? So, if kshera means uh, regarding everybody else in the world. In other words, you can marry either woman, and that's fine, but Kshaira means that she's kosher for everybody, which is absolutely no problem with her. And Psula means, Psula Alma, she has an issue, which we're going to say means like uh, Psula Kahuna. Uh, she's a Zayna Chalala, whatever, some kind of Isra to Kahuna. So, given the day Chazya, why would that then affect your choice who to be Miyab and who to be Chalitz? It's good for you, both of them are good for you. What difference does it make to you? Allah Ksher means Ksher Ksher means it's good for him, and Psula means Psula, it's possible for him. So when is one Kasher for him, when is one possible for him? 
uh, we're talking about two women, right? One is kasher for him and one is possible for him. So that means that there are two wives. One is kasher for him, and who would that be? My new master So this kind of is paishet both parts of our question. This demonstrates that the master gushasai herself, who was puzzled, now it's not puzzled for the brother, but it's puzzled for her, his, it was puzzled for the original husband, and therefore remains puzzled for the brother, and that's the puzzle lay, and that's the one he should be chalitz if he needs to chalitza, and the other wife, the tzara, is mutter, and if he wants to be miyam, he should be miyam her. So that demonstrates what's Allah with the master gushasai, and with the tzara. So Yomar says, no, let's go back to what we assumed originally. Kshere means la'alma, it means kasha for everybody, there's no psul in this woman at all. And psul means psul la'alma, there is some kind of psul in kahuna for other people. But you had a question that being that for him, they're both equal, then why should he care? So the answer is, This is where Rabbi taught that you shouldn't make a woman usher if other people can benefit from her. So being that one of them is Pasal Alma, she is some kind of Psulukuna, you should do Khalitza on her because uh, it won't it won't affect her status, won't make her any worse off. Whereas if you do it to the one that is kosher, it'll now make her a Khalitza and she'll become Pasal Kuna. So don't do that if there's any way to difference to you because you're doing Khalitza. Whereas if you're doing Yibum, you can choose whichever one you want because uh, you can choose whichever you want to do Yibum too. Tashma, Hamachzur Grushasai Mishanisei. So, someone who's a master Grushasai wants to get married, he vitsarasa chalatas. Her and her tsara need to do chalitza. So, the Gemara says, he vitsarasa, you certainly don't have to do chalitza to both. You do one or the other. So, so, so you have to change the gear. So, it means either her or her tsara does chalitza. So, in any case, you have a proof that both of them need chalitza and you can't do yibum. So, the Gemara says, well, isn't there a mistake in this brisa, the word ay, that needs to be added? So if so, Tritz hachi, he chalatzes, she, you could do, need to do chalitza too, and Tarasa ay chalatzes, I miss bemes. So we can't prove, again, once again, we can't prove from this brisa one way or another. Now we're going to start a new sugi. Amr av lili bar memel, amr mar okva, amr shmol. If a woman is in one of the brothers, so we're talking about a woman who is a katana. She got married to the original husband as a katana, and she would have had the right to be mamayin in the, her original husband and say, I don't, want to marry, I don't want to be married to you anymore, and that would retroactively undo her condition. But she didn't, and he died. And now she falls to the brother, and now the brother that's about to do even to her, she says, no, I'm mamayin in you, and that works, which is interesting, but somehow it works. It might be drabanan. Pashas is Rabbanan, and uh, there's a, I think it's out later, it might be derisive, but Kapshut is Rabbanan, and uh, we'll see why soon, why it's a Rabbanan. But it, it accomplishes that um, it, 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 it prevents him from doing Ibn. Now, the Gemara is saying, not only does it prevent him, this brother that she did me and in, so it could be a few brothers that want to marry her, so the one that she did me and Un, not only does it prevent him from marrying her, now he can't even marry the other wives either, the other legitimate wives who are older. Can't marry them either. Tzaras from Enesisur. Tzaras says Laman. Who is she usher to? Elam uh, Lacham. If it means she's usher for all brothers, that Tzara is usher for all the other brothers, no one can marry this second wife. So the Mara says that can't be. Hashtahi Gufasharia. She herself, the one, the lady who did Mian, can be can marry the other brothers. Dharma Shmuel, Mina Bizem, Tzaras Bizem. Even if you're Mamayan and one brother and say, I don't want to marry you, she can still marry another brother. So Tzaras Mibayish, she's not certainly her, the other wives can marry the other brothers. 
We're talking about to the brother that she did me into. So this lady, this katana, did me into one brother. So not only can now he not be miyabim her, he can't be miyabim her tzara either. So says, well, I don't understand the reasoning here. Why is it that we allow, even though she's mamayin and one brother, why do we allow her to marry another brother? The answer is, because she didn't do any maisa with them. So therefore, her miyun and one brother doesn't affect the other brothers. So by that token, Tzara Namila of the Beimaisa, Tzara, nothing ever happened with the Tzara. She didn't do Mian and no one did anything with her. So the Mian that she did in one brother shouldn't affect the eligibility of her of the other wife of the Tzara to marry that brother. So the says, well, the whole thing is Xer, it's Xer Mishim Tzara's Bitam Emanes. It's Xera of Tzara's Bitam Emanes. Now we're going to see in a moment, this is kind of a Xera, the Xera. Because Tzara Bitebim Anas is itself a Gzair. What's What is what is Tzara's Bitebim Anas? That's also Aser. What, what, what's the case? Tzara's Bitebim Anas Mi Asira is that Aser? V'hatnan v'kulan emesu aymienu tzaraseim mutaris. The Mishnah had said that let's say you have Bitai and Bitai, even though it's your daughter, there is possible for her to be a Katana B'chaya Av and the case Rashi explains is very famous as explained many times. Typically, uh, uh, when, a, when a girl is a katana and she has a father, she can't really get married as a katana unless the father marries her off. And if the father marries her off, that's, that's the raisa. No mean works on that. You need real get. However, at some point, he can lose his chos. How is that? Let's say he takes his daughter, who's a katana, at nine years old, and marries her off to a man, and they get fully married. Kedushin is soon the works. And then that man divorces her properly, and the divorce goes through. Now her father loses all schos; she can't marry her off anymore. So now she's what's known as a yisaimel b'chayah ha'av. She kind of has the status of yisaimel, like she has no father, even though the father's alive. And at that point, she could be remarried again, but it'll only be drabanan, and mean will work. So if let's say that happened, and then this late this girl remarried a brother of her of her uh, father, she mar- remarried a brother of her father. And then the father, the brother died. So now the daughter fell in front of her father. And the Mishnah seems to say as if she does miyun, which means she retroactively undoes her kedushin to the brother, even after she, he died. Uh, it's, it's fine. And the tsarist, I mean, the guy can't marry his daughter, but he could marry the tsarist. So the Mara says, when, she, when we say she did mean, who does she do mean in? If it means she did mean before her husband died. She did mean while her husband was still alive. So that retroactively destroyed their marriage. So therefore, she simply wasn't married to him at the point when he died. So that's why her tsara is not an issue. Tomorrow says Hanagusha. That's the same thing as if he divorced her. This same case. So it must mean that no, she stayed married until he died, and then the miyun she did was in the yabam. And nevertheless, it says that the other ladies, the other wives, could marry the yabam. So tsara's bita memanas. That's this case. Is tsara of his daughter who did miyun. Apparently, is mutter. So Mar says, "Lo, no, that's not what the mission means. The mission means you did miyun to the husband who, while he was still alive." And the Gemara's question was, "It's the same thing as getting divorced. You undid the marriage before the death." Mar says, "Chanami trigam the gerushin, which is giving you two different ways that gerushin could occur: proper gerushin or miyun." So now the Gemara wants to know just what's the what is the whole reasoning behind this whole halacha. So okay, we've established that at least if she did miyun and her husband while he was alive. So that undoes Yibam, why? Because that crinolin is suing, because it retroactively dissolves their marriage. So, 
even when she does miyun and yabam, what is she really doing? Nisun kamai kakra. She's really dissolving her original marriage. So if so, she's a regular nachris. She's a non-affiliated lady. So uh, she shouldn't, not her or her sara should be aser. So the Mar answers from the Tanurim by Cheskel. Tanurim by Cheskel. Miyun abebal. Mutaras la'aviv. She does miyun and her husband, so that retroactively dissolves their marriage, and she can marry his father. That's as if they were never married. There's no iser to their kraivim. But Yabam, she does me into a Yabam Asur Lavav. She can't marry the father. So Alma Mishas the Fila Niris Kakalase. Once the husband died, and then she only is doing me, and at that point is too late, because being that during the Nefila, when the, the husband died, she did, there was Zika, and she looked like her father in law's daughter in law, or her father's daughter in our case, uh, or any other Arab for that matter. So even if you do. Uh, Mion is too late, and it doesn't retroactively undo the condition sufficiently to make her mutter. It's a drabanan, and it does, though, answer you to the person you did Mion to, which is interesting. But that it does do. So, Hachanam Mishas Tefila Niris Katsaras Vita, during the Nefila, she was still married to her husband, so she looks like uh, a daughter, and therefore the, the her other the other wives look like a tsaras bitai and they remain aser and for that reason we aser any tsaras mamanis even if they're not married not not no Arab at all simply the fact that they're a tsar mamanis we equate them with tsaras bitai mamanis as if the mamanis the girl who did Mion was a daughter was an Arab or any other Arab and uh, and it's always aser so this is an across the board kind of gezera the being that there's one case that could can pour potentially cause a problem when the daughter does Miyun, but it looked like Bishas Tefillah, she was a real daughter and a real Yibam, so we don't allow her to become mutter with Miyun, and we don't allow her Tzara to become mutter with Miyun, and therefore we don't allow any Tzara to become mutter when there's a Miyun. And there we actually ask her the Tzara. So, that's Tzara's Mamanis. Next case. Omar, Rev, Rav, Asi, Tzara's Islandess Asura. New halacha, that Tzara of an islandess, a woman who, who can have children, uh, who physically can't have children, meaning to say uh, she was born without that ability, not just, uh, you know, so there are certain specific simonim that identify a woman as an islandess. Um, so it's like a genetic problem. There's actually a name for it in English. Uh, there's, there's, it's, a, it's a syndrome, a genetic syndrome. So, Amravasi, Tzara's islandess, Asura, Shanam Barbahaya, Bukhara, Shateled, Pratl islandess, Shani Yeladis, and islandess, Shani Yeladis isn't. Included in the midst of Yibam. Now, Bahaya Bukhar Ashtelet really is referring to the brother, that the Bukhar that got born uh, should do Yibam. But Ashtelet is extra, so we use it to discuss the woman that she can't be an Alanis. Masir Rav Achim Nisuam Shalash Nashim Nachris. He had three brothers who were married to three different women, unrelated to each other. So one of the brothers died. So the next brother didn't do Yibam yet. He did Maimer first. Maimer is a form of Kedushan that works. Midrabanan before you do Yibum. So he didn't culminate it with a Yibum. And then, Mace, he died. Now, the ladies that are left, or the lady that's left, he can't do Yibum, only Chalitza. Why? Because this one woman, she has now two reasons why you need to be Miyabmer. One is from the original brother's death. Uh, obligated you in Yibum, because nothing really was done, no Chalitza or Yibum was done, just Maimer. So she is still obligated because of the first woman, the first um, first husband, and now her second husband, uh, kind of husband, did Mimer, which created kind of a, a yachas. And when he dies, that also makes a little zika, that Mimer is a kind of marriage. So she's a double zika from the first brother and brother two. 
So we have a limud, you can only do yibam if there's only one zika on you, but now if there's zika of two women, two yibams. This is the only case that you'll ever find of a tsara of an eshesach miyav that was a perfectly legitimate eshesach. She could have technically been you've done yubum in the sky yubum, but nevertheless, isnafilagarmla. The fact that she fell a second time it asses her, and you don't have any other case where simply the nafila created an iser an iser. Asked her Aisha Sach, even though there's nothing wrong with her Aisha Sach. She's not an Arab, there's nothing wrong with her, merely the fact that she had a double nephila. So the Gemara says, Zuhi Lemutamai. Zuhi is coming to exclude that only this, not something else. So my love, Lemutatar Asar Asylanus. It sounds like he's trying to exclude that a Tsar of an Islandus is mutter, because an Islandus is kind of the same thing. An Islandus is a regular Aisha Sach. She technically should be mutter by all intents and purposes, but nonetheless, she yibum, she's excluded from yibum. And uh, we want to say that her her um, tsaras are also as well, but being there, basically is saying Zuhi is coming to say no, her tsaras are mutter, and they aren't knocked off by the fact that she's an islandess. So the Gemara says no, no, no. Let me do No, it's coming to be my tsaras islandess, but not that a tsaras islandess is mutter. No, a tsaras islandess is also. So then my Zuhi, in what way is it different than this? So Zuhi this Nafila Garamla Trasa Boy Khalitza. In this case of Veloshne Yubmin, you still need to do Khalitza because as we'll see the more I was about to say, it's only Drabanan. This whole drasha of Loshna Yibum is only Drabanan to Gidrasha. Again, here I, I actually made a mistake before. Here is where some Rishanim later hold that it might be Daraisa. But and definitely in this case it's Mimer is only Drabanan, so it's certainly only Drabanan. The the double Zika is only Drabanan digit double Zika, so you need to do Khalitza. Whereas island is a boy, but island is if we learn out of this pasik of uh, of a then not only does she not need chalitza, her tsara doesn't need either, and uh, and that's why it's not diamond to this case. That's why it's zuhi and not an island. Island is actually much worse. Not her or her tsara needs chalitza. My time is because this the island is derisa, whereas the Mimer case is only derabanan. Okay, so we still want to know what's the halacha of a tzaras islandus. Tanan, mekulan and meisu amino ishnis garshin ishnimzu islandus tzaras amutaras. Our mission said that in any case where the wife, the what's in erva, died before the husband died, or she was did miun before her husband died, islandus garshin, she was divorced before her husband died, ishnimzu islandus, or she was found to be an islandus tzaras amutaras. The tzaras are mutter. So you see that a tzaras islandus is mutter. No, Mish is talking about when you didn't know that she was an islandist when you married her, and then you found out. So then retroactively, the, the whole marriage gets uh, dissolved because it is a mechachtais. It's a mistake. To, uh, the most serious mechachtais possible. She, she can't possibly have children. She was never able to have children. So it's a mechachtais. And that's where the case is that the Tsar is mutter because the islandist turns out was never married. Whereas we are discussing when it's Hikrabah, I knew when he married her, he knew she was an islandist. So it's no Mechachtais, so the marriage is good. And when he dies, she falls to Yibum and she patches herself and her tsar. They cannot make Tanishinim, so the Mishnah is Mavur that we're talking about, you didn't know she was an islandist because it says she was found. And it doesn't say that she was an islandist. Let me know that we're talking about it. the issue is of Mechachtais. Amar Rava, Rava says, Hilchasa Tsaras Islandist. Um, mutaris. The tzara of an island, this is mutter. 
It's not like we just said, and even if the marriage is a good marriage, and the, the, the guy died and his wife, who was an island, fell Yibum, she still doesn't pat her at Sara. Not only that, but even if the islandess wasn't just an islandess, but she was also an Arabish, she was a Bitai, she still doesn't pat her at Sara. Why? Because being that she's an uh, islandess and she's not royally even at all, she's as if she's not part of the bias at all. It's as if she wasn't neifully even. It's as if the, the, the actually the marriage did get dissolved, but it didn't. But it's as if it did. It's, she's totally not part of the nefila. She's totally not part of the yibum, and therefore her tsara is like a tsara slab makamitsa. Her tsara is mutter. Why does it say so? If the same Allah would be, if you knew tani shahayu, so enechanami changed the gears to shahayu. She was, it could be she was always an analyst, he knew, and still the halacha is that her tsar is mutter. Whether the first case we discussed, which is the tsar of a woman who did miyun, the tsar is islandist, the tsar of a woman who's an islandist, the tsar is or the most previous case, the tsar of a master all those cases are mutter. So I'm not sure what the grouping is, but all three are equivalent in that way that the tsar is mutter. Totally new sugya. Tani Rav Bevoi Kamei Dero Nachman. Shalosh Nashim Misham Shoyz B'moich. There are three women who can be Mishamish B'moich. So now Rashi says there are three women who can be Mishamish B'moich means that they are permitted to be Mishamish B'moich. Which means that they are permitted to engage in this form of birth control which is using a moich, putting in a piece of cotton and I said to 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 uh, prevent the zera from making her uh, pregnant, and there are three women that Rashi says are allowed to, so then we can insinuate that that means the other women are not allowed to. So, what are these three women? Katana, uh, a, a girl that's a katana, Muberis, a girl, a, a woman that's already pregnant, Umanika, and a woman who is nursing. Katana, Shemitasabra, Vishemitamis. The reason why Katana can do it is because we're worried that she might get pregnant and she might die. So we want to protect her life, so that's why she can do this. Muberes is Shematasa Ubersandal. A woman who's pregnant is not good for her, uh, and it might cause her Ubar to miscarry. And Menika, Shematigma We don't want her to, a woman who's nursing, to become pregnant, and that might cause her to lose her milk supply and her son will die, because there's no other options in those days. Who's, what age is the Kitana? One between 11 and 12. Because Pachas Mikan, Yesra Khan, younger or older, Mishamesh Gedarka, she could be Mishamesh normally, because we don't have to worry. Uh, older, she'll give birth normally, and younger, won't, she won't get pregnant. But all can just be Mishamesh normally. Well, they'll have. Rachmanus on her, Hashem Shenem Hashem Pesayim Hashem Hashem protects the fools. Okay, that's what Chacham say. You don't have to worry about this particular issue. Now the Gemara is about to discuss whether a katana can become a mubaris or not, or katana can have a child or not. But uh, just back to the the, the actual halacha, it's a machlekes rishonim here, which is very very relevant to halacha. What exactly are we talking about? When she puts the mic in, when does she put in this mic? Does this mean that she puts in this piece of cotton before they have via, or it means she puts it in afterwards to try to remove whatever zera is there? And the assumption of Rashi was that she puts it in before. And Tysus discusses that Tysus is pasha to Tysus that there's no issue as far as the man is concerned. In other words, to do via 
while there is a piece of cotton there is not a problem. That's the first assumption of Tysus. So the only issue Tysus has is that is the woman allowed to put that piece of cotton there because bottom line is she's co- she, it's her directly causing that the Zara gets lost and can't make her Mubaris. And that's why Tysus says only these three women are allowed to do that because otherwise uh, you're, you're causing the Zara to get lost and even a woman is not allowed to do that. But the man, Tysus, has no issue with it at all. Doesn't explain why, but he has no issue with the man being boiled her with this piece of cotton. Then Rabbeinu Tam says, "No, there's no way you could have that piece of cotton there before Tashmish, because then the man is being like is being on Eitzim and Avanim. How could he possibly be boiled her with that piece of cotton?" So Tais says, "No." Rabbeinu Tam says, "We're for sure talking about that. That was done. That the the the, the girls putting in the mic afterwards." And he says, really, everybody's allowed to do that. There's no way to do that. Anybody can do that. And uh, these three girls, we're talking about these three women just because they have to do it. Because it's, it's, it's for safety-wise. So it's a very, very relevant is obviously, of whether there are certain specific kinds of birth control are allowed or not. And Rebbeinatam seems to say that putting something in there that will block Zera is unequivocally usher. Whereas the first opinion in Tesis says that it's mutter. Um, and then there's this other discussion whether a woman has, has allowed to prevent herself from getting pregnant and causing the Zara to get lost. That also seems to be part of this discussion between the two opinions of Texas. So both, as you might imagine, are both very relevant in the discussion of the different forms of birth control, which might uh, resemble this. Um, okay, so going back to our sugya, um, where are we over here? So, being that we said that a katana is allowed to use a mech because she might become pregnant and she might die. So, there's two separate possibilities, but it sounds like she won't necessarily die. So, it sounds like she could become pregnant and have a child. So, it's possible for a katana to have a pregnancy and not die and have the baby. If so, why does the Mishnah say that you can never have a chamoisa mimanes, which means you can never have your mother in law being a katana? Why not? Uh, we see that a katana could have a baby. All cases of mother-in-laws or grandmother-in-laws, shenimsu islandists that are islandists, obviously, because then they wouldn't have had children. Or their katanas that did mion. Why not? They could have children. So my answer is no. If she becomes pregnant, she will die. So that's why it's not an issue. That's why it's not two separate cases. If she becomes pregnant, she will die. So it's not possible for her to become pregnant and carry through. This is the this is the boundary. If it's before this age, she won't become pregnant. From eleven to twelve, he may may both her and a child will die. If it's after twelve, he they can both survive. Okay, now the Gemara says, You can't have the the mother-in-law, grandmother-in-law. Uh, become being an islandist who can't have children or are doing me and why she cried because they already had a baby. So it sounds like that they really are katanas, but for some reason having a baby is prevents mean. But the Gemara doesn't really, I don't know exactly what the half mean of the Gemara was, but in any case, the Gemara seemed to think it means that they're katana and they could have a baby. And the only issue is that they had a baby ready. So, Samara says, you're right, uh, that it's, it's, they technically could be a katana, and you could read it, and it's not necessarily that she'll die. But, the answer is, it means, 
they had a child, and the child itself proves that they're a godl, because as soon as you have a child, that itself is a simon of godless. So that, that, that creates godless. So having a child makes you into a godl. That's why you can't have that your mother-in-law was mamayin, because as soon as she had your, your wife, uh, the, the, she became precluded from doing mean anymore, because that, that made her into a godl. So that's what this brisa means. Shikvar yoldu means that in having the baby is equivalent to having a simon. This is the and some say that banim is actually better than simanim. Um, and Lamaina, if you know the difference, if it's better, Rabbi Huda says in that for certain things you need for a girl not just to have two hearers as a simon, she has to have a, a whole a lot of hair that's black. But Bonamaida, he's Maida that having children is equivalent to that level of godless, and that's enough. You understand it differently. Bonam themselves are not the simon, it's just that if you had a child, then we assume you must have had hairs. So you had the simanim, the nivdek. So why don't we just check if she has the hairs? Chashin and shemen nashru because we worry they fell out. Whether you this is your thing, are you chashish that the simanim fall out? Michael Mamer, full man damen chashin. Even the man damen holds typically we're not chashish. Meshem tzaraleda chashinan. Here is different because she gave birth. Maybe because of the tzaraleda, she lost her hairs, her simanim. Have a good night.